0: And now, from the Room 111 studios, it's Hacking Engagement with James Sternemann.
1: Hey there, young listener, and welcome back to the Hacking Engagement podcast. I'll wager that at some point in your career, you've had an administrator tell you, hey, you ever think about flipping a classroom? Maybe that uh, suggestion went in one ear and out the other. Or or maybe you're tired of hearing about flipped presentations. Well, guess what? I'm going to promote flipped presentations today. And I came by it in a very interesting way. And I was as reluctant as anybody to even entertain the thought of flipping my classroom. So let me tell you the story. (laughs) Uh, I am a high school teacher. But I have a master's degree in U.S. history from The Ohio State University. And that degree allows me to teach dual enrollment classes, which are high school classes where the kid gets college credit. I'm an adjunct professor with a local community college called Columbus State. And my administration came to me five years ago with this idea of creating a dual enrollment class, which is World Civilization, which sounded really interesting. It's the history... Of the world minus Europe and North America, which our students need some exposure to those to those regions. So I was on board. But what made me the most hesitant is I remember being a college history student and I was a history major. I love history. But basically it was fifty minute lectures. Now I used to look out at my classmates. during some of these lectures, and it looked like a battlefield. I mean, they were struggling to stay awake. And I can remember thinking, you know, we could probably read this stuff. It's it's a very passive way to learn. So I was wrestling with this idea, should I take on this class? I couldn't imagine high school students sitting there and listening to me lecture for 40 and 50 minutes. And so I reluctantly (laughs) embraced the idea of a flip presentation, maybe giving that a try finally. Now, I have to tell you something, man. Kids are honest with you. I mean, if if something works in the classroom, they'll tell you. If something doesn't work in the classroom, they'll tell you. And I tentatively put together my first uh, few flip videos, and my students were instantly complimentary. And it got me thinking about flip presentations and students watching videos, and quite frankly, it's the way kids process the world. I mean, when you give them free time in class, they're often watching videos. Now, here's an important aspect, uh, important point for teachers, and I want you to let this marinate for a second. Putting flipped presentations together is a heck of a lot of work, but once it's done, it's done. So you might be working diligently to get these flipped presentations prepared this semester but next semester they're there and you can focus more on hands-on activities in class applying the material that's what's happened to me that's what can happen to you and one thing that a lot of teachers do is they just default to YouTube videos that are out there already they might use a Khan Academy or, or in history they might use John Green and that's okay but you need to do flip videos. I mean, their class, I mean, their, their presentation may or may not be relevant to what you're talking about in class. And I think it's important for you to do it, for your kids to get your take on things. Now, you know, you have to make a good one. <laughs> That's just part of the deal. But in the meantime, it's time to hear from one of those student voices. And this young lady was as hesitant to embrace flipped instruction as I was to create Flipped instruction. <laughs> Hang on, you're going to love this episode. Hey there, listener. Please check out my book, Hacking Engagement 50 Tips and Tools to Engage Teachers and Learners Daily. It's available on Amazon as of the late summer of 2016. And also check out hacklearning.org for a cornucopia of teacher empowerment resources. If you enjoy the Hacking Engagement Podcast, do us a solid. Subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Okay, let's get back to the solutions part of the Hacking Engagement Podcast. Well, the Room 111 Studios is is on the road again. I'm in Kylie Stickerath's lovely home in Westerville, Ohio. And I'm imposing my studio (laughs) on her dining room because Kylie was a student in my class just months ago. How you doing, young lady?
0: I'm doing great, Mr. Stewart. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, no
1: problem. I, I want to welcome you to your own house. Oh, thank you. <laughs> now, Kylie's excited because in a matter of days, your life's going to change dramatically.
0: Mm-hmm, it's but true.
1: Explain that statement.
0: So, in about five days, I'll be moving downtown to Columbus to go to the Ohio State University and major in criminology. Um, it's been a long summer of waiting and I'm really excited to get on campus and start all my classes.
1: I can tell you the the week before I went to college was one of the oddest weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Right. So we're, I'm starting school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. This is the school where Kylie graduated from. Does it feel strange not going to Big Walnut this week?
0: It feels very strange <laughs> and it's felt strange all summer not having sports and yeah. not having to... Do the same kind of back to school shopping, you know. Now I'm shopping for my dorm and stuff like that, as opposed to just pens and pencils.
1: I guarantee you that in two weeks you won't even remember what high school you went to.
0: Yeah, probably not. <laughs> if you see me on the street,
1: you'll say I don't know that. Guy. <laughs> that's how that's how confident I am that you are just going to thrive at the college level. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a I promise. Can't wait. Okay. Thank you.
1: So I contacted Kylie because she's one of those kids you have in class that you just are so glad she's there. She adds so much energy to class. She's very extroverted. She's very articulate. And so I love talking to student voices. I love those primary sources, which kids are. And I thought I would talk to her about this concept of a flipped presentation. Now in the introduction, I talked about why I went to flipped presentations. But my reasoning doesn't matter as long if 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 it doesn't resonate with kids if it doesn't connect. So I, I contacted College said yeah man I'm in, and so I'm gonna just put you on the spot right now. I you were in my class last semester.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Riley shoots in January bleak time of year here in Ohio. I laid a flip presentation on you. Mm-hmm. So talk about that experience.
0: So the first time that we were given a flipped lecture, I was kind of nervous about it because I didn't know how I would fit it in with my extracurriculars and everything I was doing outside of school. Yeah. But it ended up being really awesome because I could do it on my own time. If I had five minutes here and there, I was able to sit down and do some, take some notes and then come back to it later and pick up right where I left off as opposed to having to do it all at one time.
1: So you really like the convenience of it,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: how it empowered you to kind of take it in at your own pace. Yeah. Do you find sitting and listening to presentations in classroom challenging?
0: I do at times because when I'm taking notes and have to just listen to a teacher lecturing for a whole class period, I find myself, you know, doodling on the (laughs) corner of the page and kind of just dozing off, thinking about other things. So it was really nice to be able to Go back ten seconds if I didn't hear anything, or pause right. it and take down all my notes for that section, and then keep going. So
1: you're telling me that generally you watched it in segments, correct?
0: Mm-hmm. For the most part, yeah.
1: And that's true of most of them.
0: Yeah, I would say so.
1: And and that's and that's a great benefit, right? Mm-hmm. That's one thing I thought about. It's like if I'm, you know, I love having the ability now to watch television shows in mm-hmm. portions, right? So I take a little break, go to the yeah. restroom, get something to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad you said that. That makes me feel good. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Okay, now, um, convenience is one thing, Mm -hmm. but retaining the material, understanding the material, learning the material is Mm -hmm. another. Why do you think a flip presentation is a good way to learn something?
0: Well, I think that it's a great way to really go more in depth with the material because When you're in class, you can listen to a lecture and then go home and have homework on it. And Mm -hmm. you get whatever out of it that you put into it at home. Whereas with a flipped lecture, you're listening to the same thing out of class that you would be in class. But then you get that extra class time when you go into school to really dig deeper and ask questions and learn about things that go further beyond what was just mentioned in the lecture.
1: I want to tell you something. That is music to my ears. (laughs) That's exactly what I was shooting for. Now, I don't know the answer to this, I'm curious, mm-hmm. but did you ever hear something in a flip presentation, whether it was from my class or another class, and you thought, oh, that's interesting, I'd like to know a little bit more about that, paused it, and then looked something up?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Either looked it up or made a note to the side on my notes that I could ask you about in class and um, learn more about later.
1: So it gave you that opportunity, that's really interesting, mm-hmm. whereas in class... You don't want to put your hand up and right. ask a question because a lot of kids are like, hey, let's "Yeah, let's just get through this."
0: Yeah, and then sometimes you forget your question because you're trying to hurry up and jot down whatever the teacher is saying. So then it just kind of becomes lost, and you never get it clarified.
1: Perfect, man. And then uh, this is interesting. You you've probably seen a, a number of flip presentations from another a number of teachers.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you think constitutes an effective flip presentation?
0: Um. Well, I think. One way to really engage the students is to use visuals to have, you know, images, different mm-hmm. images popping up for different things so that the students aren't just looking at a black screen talking right. to them so that you can really see, you can kind of like make connections. If we're talking about like African masks, you have a picture of an African mask or whatever yeah. it is, you can kind of see right. what we're talking about.
1: Okay, let me ask you this. and And this is, again... I have no idea how, you're, how you'll how you answer this. But one thing that I've done in class is really tried to eliminate bullet points. Mm-hmm. Do you appreciate that? Is that something that you think is worthwhile? Do you wish that there were more bullet points in my presentations?
0: Well, it's kind of a toss-up because sometimes, yeah. I think especially more with in-class lectures, it's nicer to have bullet points because then you know, like, okay, these are the key things that I need to remember. Right. But I think it's beneficial to not have bullet points because you have to pick out yourself what is really important, what's probably going to be on the test. And you Mm -hmm. don't, you're not just teaching directly to the test, you're teaching to make sure the students are learning everything they should be learning.
1: Excellent. Now, do you think that this is probably going to be the way presentations are probably going to go in the future, more along these lines, as opposed to everyone's in the same place listening at the same
0: time? Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with the growth of technology recently. And there there's more classes that are 100% online now. And I think teachers are beginning to realize that students use technology so much in their daily lives that it's a way to engage students and not just have them go home and do a worksheet that they're probably not going (laughs) to (laughs) do.
1: And here's what gets me, man, is a lot of teachers will go and get a YouTube video Mm -hmm. and assign that. I think I can do it better.
0: Right. I
1: I, I think I, I can have something that's a lot more relevant to what yeah. we're talking about. If you pull off a YouTube video uh, online, they might be talking about hundreds of things mm-hmm. that don't even apply to class. Yeah. So I'd say teachers you need to go for this, man. You need to you need to take that maiden voyage.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: along those lines, is there a piece of advice you could give a teacher before they do that first flip presentation?
0: Well, I think really just kind of thinking it in the way a student would think and what's going to – like you – teachers know their students and they know what's going to work and engage them. And they know – they do things in class to engage them, so you just need to think about those things before you flip a presentation and think about what's really going to get your students motivated to watch it and to really take it in.
1: So, in other words, sure, you need to, they need to worry about content, but they mm-hmm. need to make an engaging
0: right. video. Right, because that's the problem with a lot of YouTube videos is – I think that I have more respect for teachers who make their own presentations because I know that everything in that presentation is relevant to what mm-hmm. is going to be on a test and what the material that I need to learn, whereas a YouTube video is just like kind of like I took five minutes to look this up, and now I'm assigning it.
1: Kyla, you're brilliant, man. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I think you're going to just love Ohio State, uh, my alma mater, mm-hmm. go Bucks, OH.
0: I <laughs>
1: <laughs> You have a good time down there. And I love your house.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Thanks again. Thank you. So here we are in the What You Can Do Tomorrow section. Man, I love Kylie. I'm going to miss her this year. She is one of those young women that's just going to be so successful. She is going to change this planet. Shake it up. (laughs) Okay, here's what we need to do. First thing, pick a presentation to flip. And I would start small, maybe with about a five-minute presentation. Next, select some public domain images. We're not just going to take images off Google. That's a copyright violation. You can use a Google Advanced Image Search or you can just search public domain images. Those are the ones that you want to use. These are what are going to bring your flip presentation to life. A lot of times when I watch videos, they're just drab. And so you want to include very compelling images and then tell some stories about those images. Also, don't get stuck in the box of thinking that your image has to match exactly what you're talking about. For instance, I one time did a flip lecture on the ancient Spartans. So I looked up images like dedication, bravery, intensity, strictness. Those were some great images that helped tell my story. Next, you want to record a lecture and then upload it to YouTube. There's there's some great platforms for this. Here's two that I've used One is Prezi and one is Movely. And if you do a PowerPoint or a Prezi, you can just merely do a screen recording. You can either attach sound files or you can talk through your computer screen and and attach your voice that way. Once you're done, you want to upload it to YouTube so it's widely available to your students. Have students apply what they learn the next day in class. It's smart to have students prove that they watched the video. It could be as simple as showing that they took notes for a completed grade. After they prove they watched the video, get them applying what they learned. And finally, constantly debrief students. Ask students on a regular basis, how can I improve my flip presentations? Huh. Watching videos is what this generation does. So when in Rome, do like the Romans. Create an engaging flip lecture and upload it to YouTube. This format empowers students to be self-directed. And good luck tomorrow engaging your students.
0: Show notes for this episode can be found at jamesallensternovich.com. If you enjoy Hacking Engagement, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes.